We caught back up with Amanda today who had a rough conversation with her boyfriend over the weekend about not wanting to spend time with his family over the holidays. We also caught up with one of our friends of the show, Alien and Andy. Uh, That was a wild talk about Thanksgiving and aliens. And does ordering an alcoholic drink with your dinner ensure better service? This was not a good day for our intelligence levels. Well, the farm talk is where it really came off the rails. Uh, The math as well. Then we got into brain stuff. You'll, you'll, You'll hear it all, unfortunately, right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. When we talked to Amanda on Friday, she had a hard conversation she had to have with her boyfriend over the weekend because she did not want to spend Thanksgiving with his family. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got Amanda back on the phone with us right now. Amanda, well, how did it go? Did you have the tough conversation? Yeah, I did. And it actually went better than I thought. (laughs) Okay. So Um, how did you how, how did you bring it up to him? Um, yeah, I said, you know, the past times that I met his family, like I felt a little uncomfortable and I, I just would be uncomfortable with spending the whole day there. So, and he, he agreed. He knows that they can be super tough and kind of, uh, stuck up. I don't know. At times. <laughs> so he was like, that's, that's fine. I just like have to make appearance. So we agreed, like, we'll pop over there for like an hour or so, two hours max. <laughs> and then we'll just do our own thing. I mean, we'll tell them we have somewhere else to be, but yeah. So two we'll hours. Like, just like order Chinese food and chill. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Man, I would love to do that on Thanksgiving. So, so two hours <laughs> is your maximum. You're willing to give him two hours. Yeah, I think that's my pain threshold. <laughs> and that's good, too, because you told us on Friday that they're rich. So you want to stay as Jeez, Kelly. good of good. Hey, look, man. Not all of us have rich parents, Wood. Kelly. I'm trying to work the angles here. I don't have rich parents. How dare you? Yeah. No, well, that's good. And good for you for compromising. You know, like that. a lot of people wouldn't do that. And you're like, all right, I'll give him two hours and let's get the hell out of there. So he gets it, though. He gets why why you don't like being there. Yeah, yeah, he totally understands. So that's good. I mean, I'm glad like I had the conversation and we're on the same page with that. Now, here's the question. Christmas is right around the corner. Oh, Lord. Have you thought about what you're going to do for Christmas yet? <laughs> well, my family is out of state, so maybe, I, I don't know. I was thinking of going to visit them, so I might not be around, or maybe he can come with me. But there you go. Yeah, we have to figure that out. But, uh, uh, yeah, trying to avoid them. <laughs> That's 40 <laughs> chess right there. That is. Like, yeah. he'll drop two grand on a trip just to not spend time with his family. Ooh, that's got to be a brutal house. <laughs> well, but, but I mean, that's, that's getting you ready in case you do decide to marry this gentleman one day. That's kind of how you have to whack it yeah. up is... You know, one holiday at one house, one holiday at the other. You've just set a precedent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, Amanda, you are an inspiration to everybody going through this exact same situation right now. <laughs> Definitely this week, for sure. <laughs> and uh, have a happy Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Kelly and Wood. All right, of course, Thanksgiving right around the corner, and everybody's doing the whole thing. What are you thankful for? Mm-hmm. And we all know the basics, right? Yes, sir. But, Wood, for your big list today, you want to do a deep dive. Why not? What are some things that you're thankful for that don't get a whole lot of shine? First and foremost. Yes. I have it ready to go every time I literally walk into my bathroom in the morning. What's that? My keys for that auto start. Oh, auto start is a beautiful one. None of my cars have remote start right now. Ooh, that's a sucker play right there. It's a big play. You and that's it. and that's the most basic of feet. Well, my truck does, but the batteries are dead in the fob, so I can't get it to work. Dude, those cost like eight cents to get replaced. <laughs> I know. I'm a busy man. And they'll even like do it for you right I know. there. I'm a busy man. It's hard to do. Hit you up at Batteries Plus and get that done, my friend. Maybe on the way home I will, because it is rough to wake up at 3 a.m. and then have to go outside and start the car. That is a slap in the ego right I there. actually even time mine so perfect, so I know when I'm walking outside, my second start is ending. So I'm about to jump in that truck, and that thing is ready to nice, go. Nice and hot. It has been on for 30 minutes, and that bad boy. Honestly, I get in on my, whoo, I'm oh, sweating. You look good. All right, we get it. Mm-hmm. You have your remote start. The rich get richer. We oh totally my. get it. That, that goes in with one of mine, though. Heated seats was one that I had on my list of things that I'm thankful for. And you might be thinking, what is wrong with these guys? We're not doing the family. We're not doing the health. We're not mm-hmm. doing that. What are some other things you're thankful for? Brian Riley, do you have anything? I had heated seats, too, because okay. uh, this weekend we went down to the cities, didn't start the car prior, but put the seat warmers on, give it yeah. two minutes. Ooh. It'll get you there. You're It'll fine. get you till the heat starts in the car. Now, do either one of you gentlemen have the heated steering wheel? 
No. No. Dude, oh, I don't have a, I don't have remote start. <laughs> someone who battles Raynaud's syndrome, that is a <laughs> massive help. In fact, like the seat, you, the steering wheel gets so hot, you're just like, what? Did you get your health savings account to pay for that upgrade? Is <laughs> <laughs> it Raynaud's syndrome? <laughs> uh, other ones that I'm uh, rolling in here, by the way. Uh, Jamie says, park in the garage. I can't fit my truck in the garage. It's too, it's too luxurious. Uh, Mary Beth, I'm thankful for living in a free country and thank the men and women who serve. It's right. getting close to... We, we get that one. Yeah. That, that one goes without saying. These are the things that don't get a lot of attention. Uh, how about this? I have a job I don't hate. That's good. There's nothing wrong with that one. Hey, can I throw one in while we're going down the list? Please. It just, it just came to me, and I want to say it before the caffeine makes me forget. Mm-hmm. Car naps. I am so <laughs> thankful... That I can sleep in my car. That's terrible. On the no, no, that's terrible. This goes with heated seats and everything else. Turn the seat warmer on. I pull over at one of my many destinations that I have and bang out a twenty-minute car nap, and I am ready to go for the rest of the day. That sounds I, miserable. To I me. am thankful for car naps. This ain't your list. No, it's not. I mean, it is technically Wood's big list, but I'm allowed to contribute. But you get to throw whatever you want on there. Car naps. I'm putting in there. Uh, Rose texted in. I'm thankful for chocolate milk. <laughs> All right. There you go. I'm thankful for uh, great coworkers. I love going to work. I can co-sign on that one. Chocolate milk does not get enough shine. No, it doesn't. How about this one? Uh, I'm keeping names out of it. I'm thankful for the devil's lettuce, keeping me chill since 2004. Ah, <laughs> right there. There you go. Uh, how about this one from me on my list? Yeah. Yoga pants. Well, come on, man. And I don't wear them. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say, my friend. I love yoga pants. Whoever invented those, man Hall of Fame and female Hall of Fame, sure, why yeah. not? Knock yourself out. They've been in style for a long time. Ladies too. say I, I, that they're the most comfortable things that you can wear. Dude, I, I would imagine. If I could if I could wear yoga pants, I would. No one wants that. No, I know that. That's why I just said. <laughs> Literally. Even like the great man who invented yogi is like, no, thank you, <laughs> no, sir. No one wants to see it all on display there. I got another one for you. This one doesn't get enough shine. Garage refrigerators. Oh, okay. That's a good one. There is nothing better than having all that extra space. <laughs> Especially, you know, like right now, we got an yeah. 18-pound turkey thawing in the fridge. You need you need to move something. And plus, it's a great place to hide your garage beers that your wife doesn't know you're having. Now, I've been told that the garage is like the worst place you could put a fridge because it gets so cold. And hot. It's it's definitely some it's definitely a, a tough environment for a refrigerator. That's why you stick the old one out there though. The cold, yeah. yeah, the cold air is not good for refrigeration systems. Uh, I did HVAC for a year. I yeah. know all these. Then you failed. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> I want to say I'm thankful for energy drinks or coffee, especially on Mondays. It's a good one. Okay, when you need, when you need a little bit of a, a jolt, a little something, kiss, yeah, yeah. a little kickstart. How about this one? Can I throw this one out? Especially as we're leading into Thanksgiving. Yeah, paper plates. Oh yeah. Honestly, I don't know the last time I've eaten off of a real plate in my house. Plastic silverware, too, on top of that. Well, I, yeah, just don't wash it. That's anything. 120 points. <laughs> 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 it says it's luxury. I don't know. It looks nice. Now, I will use the plastic cutlery and stuff for Thanksgiving. How? That's just, dude, that's taking up... That's taking up quality uh, dishwasher space. What, the silverware? Yeah, it's man. Got its own, it's got its own compartment. Honestly, I, I I will not look down. Now, if you're using plastic silverware on like a Wednesday afternoon, that's pretty trash. I think you got it backwards, dude. Nah. I think for the holiday, you have to haul out the real silverware, and on a Wednesday afternoon when no one's looking. Wait, so am I trashy for using the silverware or not using the silverware? Yes. I- <laughs> I don't know where we're going to land on it, but it does seem that it is some. Now, here's the problem is I use paper plates and that stuff so often. I've got my kids just throwing silverware in the trash. Right. They don't know the difference. And at that point in time, I don't know if I need to go back in after that because it's been in the trash. No, you let her go at that point. Depends hey, on which one. Courtney texted in a good one. I'm thankful for my Instapot. That's okay. what we're talking about. Love the Instapod. That thing has saved so many nights at our house. Uh, Amber texts this in. Yoga pants are amazing, especially for the holidays. You guys are missing out. I don't want to see Kelly's... I don't need to be. Giblets. <laughs> just, yeah. just say the word. Uh, a couple people have texted this one, and this is a great point. GPS. Yes. When's the last time you had to go on MapQuest or look up anything? You know what I found the other day? And I, and I, I, I was kind of sentimental. When I first moved to Austin, Texas, GPS on your phone wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. MapQuest was. 
so you had to have a computer with the internet so you could go on MapQuest. And so I had an actual folded up map that I would keep in my car that I would like mark destinations on and like my route on it, which seems archaic. And this was only yeah. two, this is like 2001. It wasn't forever ago, but that seems so archaic now. Like, yeah, I actually had a paper map that I would draw lines of my route on. It. Same thing. When I used to have to deliver car parts in Atlanta, all around Atlanta, I had to pull out a map and find my way through. And it sucked. It was terrible. Yeah. Cause then I was like, Oh shoot, I'm supposed to be going north. North and I'm going south because I had the map upside down. Or okay, my dad, <laughs> yes. my oh, dad, shut up. <laughs> my dad used to do give me a map book and he'd go find your way home. Yeah, like in Ooh. the car and he would drive. He'd be like, "Where do I go, left or right?" So now I know where all these little street corners are Dude, because of that. When I delivered pizza for Zippy's Pizza in Brooklyn Park, there was just a gigantic map on the wall. And you'd be like, you would have like three deliveries, and you would just remember where you were. Go- that seems impossible. There's I, no way I could do that now. I always thought that was wild that pizza delivery people knew where everything was. Yeah, you just knew. You and just plus, call in and give your address. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll be there in 30 minutes. But how? How? <laughs> but we had, like, I mean, think about that. We had a giant map, and then you just start to kind of learn your way around. But right. I, I wouldn't be able to, like, I have a hard time finding your house, Wood, mm-hmm. and I've been there multiple times. But because the GPS always gets me there, I forget. We're getting dumber, man. While you everyone always, else is getting smarter. You always say technology is making us smarter. I disagree, sir. I beg, I beg to differ, sir. Certain things. Other people text again. Ben, when you can find ammo in stores, hear that, Ben. <laughs> clack, clack. Ah, uh, Becca, great call. Indoor plumbing. Well, yeah. You would. Can you imagine having no. to hold it to go outside when it's like eight below? Uh, that the cabin that I used to go with my dad. In the middle of New Ulm somewhere. Mm. That was outdoors, and we would go in the wintertime. No, thank you. It was disgusting. Uh, Ashley texted in, thankful for alcohol. Well. There you go. That's my girl right We said a family and everything. (laughs) Also, thankful for Matt and Wood. Oh, you're welcome. Matt and Wood. Awesome. (laughs) It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. It makes it it worth getting up at 3 a.m. and getting in a car without remote start. We got a call here. All right, let's keep. I, I'm not going to let that get me down. Come on. I know everybody likes you better. It's fine. Oh, I don't care. Stop. I'm here to push buttons and make wood look good. Uh, all right, we got phone calls waiting. What's up, man? What are you thankful for? I like go ice fishing. <laughs> You're thankful for ice fishing. All right. Now, when when Hell can yeah. when can you finally get on the ice for ice fishing? I mean, obviously, I know now it's too early, but. They said last night, I heard on the radio, that uh, they'll be up on Red Lake this weekend ice fishing. Already? I saw people doing it this weekend on Facebook. Holy moly. Yeah, they're nuttier squirrel shit. <laughs> <laughs> I remind you, I'm thankful for the dump button. <laughs> All right, thanks for the call. Let's keep it going. Wood's big list. What are some of the things you're thankful for that don't get a lot of attention? Kelly and Wood. Wood's big list this morning, since we're leading into the holiday weekend, the Thanksgiving weekend, we're asking you, what are some things that you're thankful for? Not the obvious things that we're all thankful for, like family, health, you know, a job. All yeah. th- we get all that, and we're all thankful for it. But let's give some shout-outs to those things that don't get as much attention. Uh, some good texts rolling in here. How about this one from Megan? I'm thankful for grocery store pickup. Oh, yeah. Come on now. I love going to the grocery store, though. Uh, Allison, fresh, clean sheets with newly shaved legs. Oh, girl, you said it. That's got to be pretty good. (laughs) How about this one? Uh, James texted this one in, that my wife still asks me to open jars. Okay. That's a man's. That that's a good one. That's a deep cut, right? You, there. you don't get you don't you don't, you know when you of course, pop that of open. Of course I do. Oh, I just I just don't brag about it. Well, act like you've been there before. You should, man. Act like you've been in the end zone before. Uh, other people texting in about the fishing. Uh, there's already three and a half or uh, three point five inches on. That's plenty. Hell no, I'm not walking no. on three and a half inches. Of <laughs> must be out your damn mind. Uh, we were talking about uh, how much GPS has saved us. I love this text from Alex. Our uh, wait, no, that wasn't Alex. Adam. He says my mom was so cheap she would never. Print the directions off MapQuest. She would write it all down on scrap paper, and if one of the directions didn't make sense, she would just skip it. <laughs> you figure like it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. There may be a turn or two in there you didn't grab. Hey, I want to throw one in the list. You know what I'm thankful for? Come on. LED strip lights. I have so many LED lights in my basement. It's the basement I've always wanted. That thing glows from the moon. <laughs> you can see it. You can definitely see it from outside. Yeah. But I love, if, if something can have, like the, the DJ cart that I made for doing the country quick mix, put LED lights on it. All I, over it. I'll put lights anywhere. I, so I'm thankful for those. Don't judge my list. Speaking of your uh, quick mix, Babs texted in, thankful for Kelly's quick mix on a Friday. Oh, you're too, she's trying to make up for Come on. everyone insulting uh, me. I got to thank one. you. 
I got yes. a simple one. Uh, one onion ring in your bi- like your thing of fries. Oh, that's Every good. Just one, you're like, oh, this is a little treat. Now, I've heard they do that on purpose. Really? To get you to, then the next time you go in, get onion rings. Maybe it should be. I don't want a thing of onion rings. I just want like one onion ring. It's well, the perfect that, I'm, I'm just saying that's, I heard that they do that. I, it's a conspiracy theory. Okay. That they do that. <laughs> I'm interested in hearing more about that. Uh, how about this? When you go to a website... And it remembers your password. Oh, what a oh, relief, yeah. right? Especially when it's like one of those work ones that you have to change every three months. Yep. And yep. you just hit that and it's, oh, that's nice. My, my auto password never remembers. And so I, can ne- so I have to change it all the time. I don't know my Amazon password right now, so I can't order anything <laughs> on there. And I don't want to hit forgot password because then i got to reset it on everything. So, oh, I see what you're saying. So you don't want to restart at all. How about this one? When your kid learns to tie their own shoes. Yes. Is that not one of the greatest moments of your life as a yeah. parent? Because, yeah. You oh. feel like you've arrived at that point. Because you're hey, take care of that. And instead of, like, stopping, getting down, and doing it, th- no, that's all good. I like the one you said earlier this morning, Wood, where you can listen to any song you want because you have YouTube. Isn't that great? And like, then just, you- like, the random songs that will pop in your head sometime. You're like, what? Who's? And then you can listen to it right then. Yep. Like this one you were playing for me earlier. Song A slaps. Yeah. B is one of the stupidest music videos <laughs> in the history of music videos. I think there was probably a lot of cocaine involved in this one. Tons. Like that was literally, you know, the old no idea is a bad idea. Yeah. They did that meeting and literally everything somebody said put in the music video. Just this morning I wanted to hear a song and I used YouTube for it. You remember this one? Mr. Wendell. I was like, oh man, I want to hear Mr. Wendell. Fun fact, first CD I ever bought. Seriously? Was this in the Pearl Jam CD. This is Arrested Development. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. watch out. I think they're swearing in this song. Nah, so It was Arrested uh, Development. They weren't swearing. I think they were working a little blue. <laughs> uh, how about this text? I'm thankful for Kelly and Jordan. There you go. That's what your son used to call me. Yes. Kelly and Jordan. Still does. Is Kelly and Jordan coming over? Uh, Michelle takes it. I'm thankful for my husband. Oh, oh that's nice. On, that's very nice. That's very nice. Uh, other people. How about this one from Megan? I love this one. I'm thankful for grocery pickup. Didn't we already do that one? Did I? Yeah. Oh, boy. You're not allowed to be thankful for the same thing twice. I think we the same text. Too. Say it once and move on. What are you going to do? Well, we did get a lot of texts. It's hard to get to them mm-hmm. all here. But uh, no, that's good. Another successful round of Woods Big List. I think we all have a little more to think about going into this weekend now of what to be thankful Come for. On. Kelly and Wood. Alien Andy is a friend of the show who's been coming on for years now. And Andy has been abducted many times mm-hmm. by our friends. Uh, the aliens. Yes. And so he asks... Out of respect for him that we change his voice, change his name, but he does like to come and be on the air with us. So, Alien Andy, great to hear from you again. Thank you for having me again. Hey, what's going on? What brings you to us today? I was recently abducted. I was taken back, and I was very honored to be their guest for a event that's much like our Thanksgiving, a uh, event where they, they too, kind of get with all their... Uh, I don't want to say relatives, I think that's probably the wrong word, but all of their uh, close beings, and they have kind of a, a a large gathering where they celebrate what they're happy about. So a Thanksgiving. They didn't call it that, but something, yes, very similar to what we call Thanksgiving, they, they had, and I was able to be there with them. So what are the aliens serving for food at their Thanksgiving? They don't eat food like we do. It was more of a gathering to where they could share thoughts and feelings with each other. They do eat, but not food like we eat. But they were very kind in making sure that I had stuff there for me. So they had like, and, I, and I'm Alien Andy, I'm not joking or trying to make light. So they had like a turkey there for you. It wasn't turkey. It was more of like their version of our food. And it was very good. Very, It's something that when you eat it, it's what tastes whatever you think. So if I wanted it to be turkey, I would think it would be turkey, and it will taste like turkey. If I wanted it to be steak, it would taste like steak. It's, they're very, very further along when it comes to sustenances and eating. Alien Andy, I got to be honest, and Wood, I don't know how you feel about this. I had no idea that aliens celebrated 
our Thanksgiving. It makes sense. I mean, they got a lot of things to be thankful for. Right, right but flying I'm saying, around. But I'm saying even space, the rest time travel. <laughs> even the rest of the world doesn't celebrate our Thanksgiving, so I'm surprised they do. We lead the way. Why, and they celebrate the same time of year we do. Well, remember that their time is not like our time. Their time is different to us versus them. When I was abducted, I was with them this time for weeks, but I was gone for a moment here on Earth. So it's not a surprise that our times don't link up. But but the fact that they celebrate Thanksgiving is what's is what's shocking to me. The interesting thing is, is they were at the first Thanksgiving here in our country. They were overseeing the event and almost kind of pushing it along here. So how are they pushing it along? When the settlers had their Thanksgiving, the aliens were there. They have actually overseen all events here on our planet since it was born. So they were there when Columbus sailed the ocean in 1492. Oh, you knew that one there, didn't you, buddy? From the song, from the song. Yes, they were there, they oversaw it, and they made sure that they made it and began this country. The aliens like us very much and really push us along and oversee us at all times, including the Thanksgivings. Now, normally when they take you up, Alien Andy, they do have a message for you to bring back. Mm. So, I guess we should ask, do they have anything for us this time? They did say, first of all, that they wished Kelly and Wood a very happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas, which was, I thought, very nice and wanted me to tell you. And also, they wanted to say that 2023 will be a great year. We will finally put a lot of this bad stuff behind us, and it will be one of the greatest years in our time. Wow, that would be amazing if that comes true, Alien Andy. I hope, I hope that the aliens are right on this one. They're usually right. Remember, they cannot predict the future, but they do at times push things to happen the way they want. Well, I'm glad you're back, Safe. Does this mean that you're going to be celebrating Thanksgiving with uh, us Earthlings? I will celebrate my Thanksgiving, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm always loving to be around my family and friends, so it will be nice. Of course, my family and friends in the sky know how much they mean to me as well, and I let them know that they're more than welcome at my table, too. Alien Andy, always good checking in with you, buddy. Have yourself a good Thanksgiving, brother. Salutations. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Woodle now gives a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score, and we're going to put it up on that trashy scale and trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Yes. That's why we're in a parking lot of an apartment complex. Now, this original situation starts off with two women getting into a fight over the issue of a damaged car. The one said the other one hit him. The other one said, no, that didn't happen. And they got out and started screaming and arguing. Well, this little brouhaha brought the attention of two other females who lived at the apartment complex. And they came out and joined in the melee. So, by your count, Kelly Jordan, we now have not one, not two, not three, but four women in a battle. Cuatro. Enter 37-year-old Taisha Gould. The peacemaker? You would think. Because she showed up and she brought herself a shovel to the fight. According to eyewitnesses, Gould showed up and started swinging that hammer around. <laughs> she hit numerous women multiple times with the shovel. I don't have a shuttle, shovel swinging sound effect. Why I gotta, would you? I got to do my best over here with this one. I'm not, there's actually a video of one chick who got hit in the head with a shovel. That's pretty pretty wild. But that's not... The, I keep the focus. Focus, focus. So Gould swinging around this shovel. She Bye-bye. also then used the shovel and bashed up one of the women's... Windshields. Good grief. Jugging him. Jugging him. Jugging him. Well, as you can imagine, this brought out, sure enough, 911. And when authorities arrived, there was no f- shovel to be found. And as people were pointing the finger at Gould saying, hey, yeah, she's hitting people with shovels, the deputies then saw multiple cuts on victims believed to be caused by the spade. So when they said, well, where's the shovel at? She said, I don't have a shovel. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, the authorities said... Is that the shovel right over there on your porch? <laughs> sure enough, it was. And imagine gold 
Then said, okay, yeah, yeah, all right, this one's on me. <laughs> Despite there being four other women involved in the attack, Gould was the only one arrested and booked to jail. All right, let's get this on a score, shall we? Come on now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Living in an apartment complex where four people can just get to arguing in a parking lot seems like you're probably living in a trashy place. Because I know, but I know you, you stuff that many people in a small area, it's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times you just mind your own business. All right. So I'm, I'll score it low. 125 mm-hmm. points. How's that sound? Come on now. All right. So we got that. Um, we got uh, Elia Gold coming out, swinging a shovel. Mm-hmm. That's trashy, man. That is a trashy choice of weapon right there. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give that, I'm actually going to give that 200 points. Can I also ask another question? Come on. If you're living in an apartment, what need of a shovel must you have? I don't know. Maybe you got a little... I mean, you really doing any planting around? <laughs> Maybe you got a little garden going Who? on your patio or something? Fair I, enough. It's a good question. We, did, we would need to know the size of the shovel. Uh, according to a th- eyewitnesses, it was a decent-sized one. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows what she's got going on in that little apartment of hers? Fair enough. None of our business. Uh, and then, okay, then we have... Um, she hit people with... She hit multiple people with the shovel. I'm going to give that another 125 points. Mm-hmm. How many of them were arrested? Just the one. Just Okay, so she was arrested. 75 points on that. Trying to deny it's your shovel. Mm-hmm. When in the apartment complex, you're the only apartment that has a shovel sitting outside. <laughs> right. I'm going to give that 150 points right there. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Points are the points, my friend. Dang, this is a low score today, man. I tried to. Would. How about a few points? Did you get a points for bashing in the windshield? I did not. There you go. Come There's on. another 150 points. There we go. Now this is a fitting score for the Trash Flash. Are you ready? Come on. Today, our shovel-swinging woman earns herself a respectable 825 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Woods, big bag of questions where we get to some of the questions that get sent in to us every morning. What do you got for us today, Wood? All right, I got a uh, 1 to 128. Pick uh, one number here. 34. Okay, interesting. Let me see. 34. What is the best concert you have ever been to? Okay, now is it okay that I'm going to give an answer that is not a country music concert? Well, I don't. I wasn't become a country fan until like 10 years ago. Okay. So I, I, I just want to make sure because sometimes we get accused of not... You know, no, who, who was it? It was Lenny Kravitz. Really? Lenny Kravitz, I saw him at Target Center, was the best concert I've ever seen in my life. And the cool part was, is everybody was wondering, will Prince come out? You know, this would have been, shoot, I hadn't moved to Texas yet, so this would have been like 1999, maybe 1998, somewhere in there. And sure enough, Lenny Kravitz does his thing, and he, he does... Um, you let love rule. You know that song, Mm-mm. and so he does, he has a song called "Let Love Rule." And through that, he's going through the crowd, right? And it's taking a little bit too long. I'm starting to get a little bit bored with it. But then the, all the lights go out, and then you look to the stage, and a spotlight hits Prince's guitar, and a beam of light is coming off of Prince's guitar into the crowd, directly into your eyes. I was like, oh, heaven, <laughs> but no. I was just, it was, it was like, even talking about it to this day, I still get goosebumps because obviously I was a huge Prince fan growing up. Yeah. And to be seeing Lenny Kravitz and he's doing this, you got to let love rule and the whole crowd is just kind of singing along and it's this big loving moment and then the lights go out and you look to the stage and Prince is up there. It gives me goosebumps to this day thinking about that moment. So it was Prince. It wasn't just like his guitar. <laughs> no. He was. A roadie holding it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. No, but Prince was on stage, and then they jammed for like another 20 minutes. It was so cool. Now, the incident, do you know that the drummer for Lenny Kravitz, you know, he has a female drummer. Yes. Cindy Blackman. You know who she's married to? Well, not Prince, because he's dead. No, Santana. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that at all. See, man? Dang, that's a deep cut. Now, I can tell you, speaking of concerts going on too long, I can tell you right here and now I know the worst concert I ever went to. What? My uncle took me to an Allman Brothers concert. (laughs) (laughs) A, that entire place reeked of marijuana. Like, when you were walking, like, into the show. And let me tell you, man, if you're not stoned out of your mind... A 25-minute guitar solo <laughs> sucks. I, I'm trying to think of an Allman Brothers song. I don't oh, even know. There, there's a bunch. I mean, it was from the... But that was the worst one. Now, getting back to it, the best concert I ever went to was actually a complete poo fest. It was uh, the Summer Sanitarium Tour. It was Metallica's concert. All right? And so, like, it had a great... I mean, it had, like, corn. I mean, like, every like big band in the late 90s was there. System yeah. of a Down... Uh, and they get to everyone performs, and then 
here comes Metallica without James Hetfield. Like the three guys come walking out on stage and they say, James Hetfield threw out his back and we can't perform. Oh, man. Instantly, the place starts to go ugly. It's at the Georgia Dome, so there's like 60,000 people there. People yeah. start throwing things. They're like, I hold bet. on a second, but we're still going to play for you. It was the coolest concert I've ever been to because like, Kid Rock was there. Yeah, Kid Rock came out and did Metallica songs with them. They did like a rotating thing, so like everyone who had performed before was like on the side of the stage, and it would just be like, all right, who wants to play next? How cool is that? It really, truly was. They did uh, uh, Master Puppets, this song. And then he said, all right, does anyone in the crowd know the song? And this guy was like, I do. It was like almost like this moment of like, oh, my God, this dude's getting a shot. <laughs> he sucked, and they threw him off the stage. <laughs> I was just about to say, too, I always feel like those moments are so planned. Or it's like, oh, we just pulled someone out of the crowd, and they played the drum. No, he was awful. Like They came up and took the microphone and literally threw him <laughs> off stage. But the fact that it was just so kind of thrown together, that it was neat. so cool. And then they came back and, and did a concert like six months later. Good on those artists, too, for stepping up and helping out, man. Yeah, That'd it be was a lot of fun. Because their egos could have been like, I'm not doing that. And but let me tell you, there's that's a concert. Unless you were in that building, no one else would ever experience Never that. Never And that's again. why I found it so cool about it. What about you, Brian Riley? All Chris? right. I'm trying to think. Maybe it was five years ago. Winstock, Dirk Bentley. Really? Might have been. I mean, from the start to the fit, everybody was into it. You got you were a little you know you were a little loose at night, and then he brought the plane out to end with drunk on a plane. Oh, all that right. thing was sweet. I, it was, and plus we were really close too, so you just that, could really feel it, and you could tell how pumped up he was. That makes a difference, doesn't he, it? He did a beer shotgun on stage, beat a guy, just threw threw the can out to the. It was I don't know, it was just a lot of fun. When he was at We Fest, what like a year or two ago, he came out after his show and did like that alter ego thing that he had going on. Mm-hmm. He was phenomenal, man. The whole show he did was really good. Jason Aldean. Is phenomenal live too. Oh, one hundred percent. Eric Church. Is I like. Another yeah, one I like Eric Church. You said you didn't like Eric Church. It just went on too long. Oh man, I, I thought it was. I thought it was. Eric Church is another guy who gives one hundred and ten percent the whole time he's on stage. Yeah, that was like an Allman Brothers guitar solo for me. <laughs> like, let's wrap it up, boys. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. We got maybe it's just me right now. Do you know there's more of these than there are stars in the sky? And it's right. Inside Sometimes the Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does, and I mean no one. It's time for maybe it's just. Me. A little click on the button there. You might say, my synapses weren't firing correctly just now. Did you know that inside your little head, on top of your shoulders there, <laughs> yes. that you have more synapses than there are stars in the Milky Way galaxy? Now, let me break it down for you with, with some... Let's do it by the numbers here. Okay. Uh, they estimate there are 200 billion stars in the Milky Way galaxy, but neuroscientists estimate that the number of synaptic connections in the average three-year-old is close to one quadrillion. After that refining process occurs, leaving the average adult with about half that many, so about 500 trillion synapses in your brain. Can you even think of what 500 trillion is? I don't know it's, what a synapse is. It's like the thing that connects, like the, uh, it like connects the neurons. So you don't either. All right, no, cool. it, hold on. It connects the it connects the uh, neurons. <laughs> no, it's it's where it's like thoughts because you can build new synapses. Like if you learn a new skill, you you build new synapses, and so those brain cells fire. It's what connects brain cells to each other. I know this. This that is that sounds like you just made that no, up. No, it's one hundred percent true. Please, I killed a synapse. One of the doctors listening right now. The many <laughs> doctors we have. Please, if you're a neuroscientist and you just happen to be listening right now, tell me that I'm right on this. But no, it's it's what connects your brain cells. So when you learn a new skill, they say, "Oh, your synapses were firing because you connected two new brain cells." So that means that there's five hundred trillion of those in your head. And you know what they say when you you know when you pass away. And your whole life starts flashing before your eyes. They say that's those synapses disintegrating, and it's like making your brain fire off random memories super quick as you're dying. Eh, this is made up too. No, none of this is made. I up. think you have killed at least fourteen of my synapses. This is all <laughs> hardcore science. It's not good because I only had like thirty-seven synapses. Well, yeah, since you you haven't learned a new skill since you were eighteen, <laughs> it's probably the truth. I find that interesting though that there's five hundred trillion of those inside of our head. We knew what they were. Maybe the, I the would fact find that there's, it dude, look up a synapse. It's what connect. What is a synapse? I'm sorry, I have to do this on the air, but what's being mean? I did that. What is, and, synapse? I mean, what is it? Well, uh, a synapse, also called a neuronal junction, the site of transmission of electric nerve impulses between two ner- two nerve cells, or between a neuron and a gland or muscle cell. See, 
I nailed it. I did. I I didn't. I understood like six words in that sentence. I, yeah. I, you yeah. Know, so you know, I, the fact that he's throwing his arms up saying he knew it. I don't know if he. What does half of those words mean? It means that it's what connects two brain cells together. And if you two doofuses would listen and maybe it's just me a little bit more, you'd be firing on all synapses. This has not been a banner day for our intelligence level on this show. But I don't care, man. I find this interesting. The fact that there's 500 trillion of anything living inside of our body is Not amazing. ours. It's not amazing. ours. All right, I maybe, guarantee maybe you. Maybe 100 trillion. But either way, it's still a lot. And I don't care if you found this interesting or not. And I don't care if you believe me when I tell you what a synapse is. I don't think anyone does. I will tell you this, though. I found it interesting, and y'all can pound sand. Y'all can pound it right in your synapse. Excuse me. Sometimes I had to say. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. Our first break from five forty in the morning. Wood is uh, fast and loose with his family's money. Uh, yes, and you are fast and loose with your own money for no good reason. I wanted better service. Does does ordering an alcoholic drink ensure better service from your waiter or waitress? That was my thing. And we talked about it this morning, and you'll hear it. It's our bonus track, our first break from 5.40 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. I was tempted to have a glass of wine yesterday. Slow your roll. Even though I don't drink on Sundays because it makes Monday's show absolutely terrible. Because of the Lord. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that, too. And mm-hmm. the Lord. But I was like, no, I can't. But I'm just in that. I'm in. I'm in Thanksgiving mode. You know what I mean. Are your lips okay? Or do you have one of those canker sores? Can I tell you what happened? Mm-hmm. It's funny that you noticed. I'm yes. having a very hard time talking right now. So Looks I, like you have a dip in. So I know because my lip is swollen. Because I was. I had to clean my gutters right. So I had to go to my dad's garage and get his extension ladder. As I was walking the extend, this happened last Sunday, and the canker sore is still just ruining my life. I'm hoping it's gone by Thursday. So I'm walking out of the garage with this big old extension ladder, and I'm not paying attention, and it hits the it hits like the opening to the garage door, and my face walks right into it. Mm. <laughs> so it blasted me right in the chin, and it, it it knocked me like woozy for a hot second. Did you go down? No, but did but, you cry out? But I am having. Ah. A, it's funny that you notice because I am having a hard time talking. Right yeah, now. it looks like you have a dip in. It hurts like it hurts like crazy. I've always gotten bad canker sores my entire life, though. I don't know. My poor son mm-hmm. is cursed with this as well, too, and I don't know why it is. Is it the genes? It could be. Yeah. Probably some alternate DNA or something like that. But, yeah, so I'm in a lot of pain. Thank you for noticing. Well, you know, as someone who battles injuries, <laughs> right? yet overcomes them. I don't I don't get canker sores like I did as a kid, but when I get them, man, they hurt. Mm. Like, in this one, this one is, like, making me drool a lot for some reason. Ooh. So I woke up this morning and I was like, holy cow, that is a mess. That's not good at all. No, I just Kelly's rapping just makes my Monday morning from John. John, yeah! come on, John. Shout Don't it, you yeah! do that to us. Kathy, happy, thankful week. Kelly and Wood. You got it, girl. Gobble, gobble. Um, so I got a question, and we probably don't have a lot of servers up listening right now that, you know, the ones who work the night shift anyway. Are oh, you talking like servers at restaurants? Servers at okay. restaurants, yeah. I, we went out to eat, and I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant, but it was a chain restaurant. We went out to eat on on Friday. Mm-hmm. The bill at a chain restaurant, not even a nice one, like I'd say, you know, beginners. Okay. Came to $95 for the four of us to eat at a restaurant. That's about right now. That is insane. Now, I, I still I still like to go because I I love going out to eat with my family. It's just it's one of those things I never got to do as a kid. So I absolutely I think we went to Pizza Hut maybe three times the entire childhood. Really? Yeah, we never ever went out to eat. Mm. So I enjoy it. But here's the thing that I wanted to ask servers right now. And I read this. See, I read this one time on some Reddit or something like that, and it was servers know when you're cheap and you're not going to tip well if you don't order an alcoholic drink with your meal. That's ridiculous. So they, th- this is just something. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's true. Yeah. So now I feel this this unwarranted pressure to buy an alcoholic drink so that I'll get better service so that they know that I'm a I'm not a cheapskate because you know like if if you all sit down and everybody just orders a water, what I read is that servers then think you're cheap and aren't going to tip because all you did was sit down and order water as if you're afraid to jack the bill up by ordering sodas or drinks. I'm not buying that. Very possible. It's I'm very, not buying that. It's very possible. I just read it on Reddit, and mm. it's not true. But now, so that so at this dinner that was already costing me a fortune, I was like, "All right, they're busy. I want I want them to know that I'm a I'm a really good tipper. I'm gonna get a glass of wine." 
$13 for one glass of wine. Ooh. <laughs> now, was it a restaurant that, ha- that has like a nice wine selection? No, dude. This okay, is- so this was boxed wine out of the bag you just paid 13 bucks <laughs> for. It probably was. <laughs> it probably was. And I know the old rule in restaurants from when I ran that restaurant for a hot second is you make up the price of the bottle of the wine in one glass. So... So one glass pays for the bottle of wine, and the other three are just you know gravy at that point. Yeah. So, but I'm like, I the, I think it was like Kendall Jackson or something like that. I don't even know if that's a good brand name or not. I I cannot tell the difference between you could give me a thousand dollar bottle of wine or a three dollar bottle of cul-de-sac, and I wouldn't know the difference. Well, the fact that you just named the brand of wine, and I didn't know if it was that or a '90s R&B singer <laughs> cul-de-sac. Yeah, no, I thought Jackson, Kendall Jackson, or whatever. Is that? Did they go on tour with Joe to see back no, in the day? Part of the Jackson Five. Yeah. Good luck. He was the sixth member. No, I. But the thing is, I can't tell the difference. To me, like I'm not a huge wine fan, even. Yeah. I just didn't feel like having a beer because it was too filling. Uh, some text coming in. It all depends on what time of day it is from Vicky. It also depends on if you're a guy or a girl now. If I'm going out just for pizza, I'll order a soda. If I'm going somewhere else, I usually get a water with lemon if I'm feeling fancy. Oh, that's classy. That is classy. Now, but, that, but that doesn't answer my question. Does a server, if, if the table only orders water... Does the server then think, well, these guys are cheap. I'm not going to get as good of a tip. Now, my wife was a server. Yes. So was mine. I've never heard that before in my entire life. Okay. Then I, then I am wrong. And obviously, I don't buy alcoholic drinks when I go out. I don't buy alcoholic drinks when I'm by myself. But you you show that you're, that you're uh, not cheap by the way you order. Like, if there's something available that's extra, you will order it. Why not? No, I'm not. This is, you're hey, out there. Hey, you're out. This isn't, this isn't a judge. This is a conversation between friends here. Uh, I never heard. I'm a server. I've never heard of that. Kelly, you are just cheap anyways from Seifert, So That's not true at all. Not when it comes to going out to eat. That not is, when it comes to the service industry. Kelly right. Jordan is, in fact, overly generous. I, I overtip. Absolutely, I overtip. Our, our service was terrible on Friday night, and I still gave a 25% tip. How was your service terrible when you ordered a glass of wine? Didn't they know you were a high roller? <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah. I'll take the box of wine. I'll take the whole box. Thank you very much. Chrissy, I agree with Kelly. My mother and I ordered water this weekend and split a burger, and we weren't very hungry. That's it was cheap. a good service, but we weren't a priority, or we weren't a priority, or he wasn't very attentive. I don't blame the servers, though. Like, you're out there hustling, man. And that's why I want to send up the flag and be like, hey, you're going to get something for your effort at this table. Maybe some of those other tables where they're splitting burgers, you're not going to get much. Over here, we got you. But to me, I, I so I tip 20%. All right, and it, that's just, and it's not because um, you know, fancy or rich or anything. It's, it's easy math. Exactly. Right. I'm not doing fifteen percent. <laughs> and for right now, I know there's not as many servers. I know that it's these places are all short staffed. Right. And honestly, I think we as a society treat people poorly now. And so anybody in any sort of customer service job, I like to give a little bit of so respect. Because they now, showed up. Because I'm not bumping up. The, I would rather give that extra $13 on a glass of boxed wine. Yeah. Give it to the server, not the restaurant. But then, but if I just do that, then the server doesn't know. That, Who and, cares? And if they're, getting, if they're getting an extra 20, if they're getting 20% tip, which I usually tip 25%, then on that $13 glass of wine, they're making another $2.85. Yeah, yeah. But, that, but it adds up. But instead, so give a, that money to the server instead of the wine. But the server needs to know they're going to get that money. So, so let's just round my bill up to $100, mm-hmm. right? Let's just say it was $100, 25%, $25 tip. That's easy math right there. I want this. I want the server to know that they're going to get a twenty five percent tip, and I do that by ordering a glass of Kendall Jackson. I, you're, you're, I can understand what you're saying, but it's so stupid. I'm having such a hard no, time wrapping stupid. my mind around it's, it. It's too complex for your simpleton brain. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that. I used to work in a restaurant both as a manager and a server for about 10 years and never heard about that. However, a lot of servers have a drink ratio they need to meet. So if too many people order waters, they're not going to meet their quota. That's a thing. I've never, no, I've never heard of that. And I've worked in the, I've worked in the restaurant business. That I've doesn't never feel fair right there. That's to be not quite fair with you. Cause, what, Cause really, I was like, what if I was a recovering alcoholic? Instead of just an active alcoholic, mm-hmm. you know, then I shouldn't be ordering. I shouldn't be ordering this wine, and I'm going to get bad service then because of it. And I, I don't think anyone will ever give you bad service because you order didn't order a bottle of hooch. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, dude. I'm telling you, Thanksgiving is 
criminally underrated as one of the best holidays there is. I, I'm interested in something, though. You said you're only doing a chicken breast for Thanksgiving. Turkey. Tur- Thank I'm you, sorry. Tur- mm-hmm. It's a lean Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said you're doing only turkey breast yes. for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Why? Why not the whole bird? Because uh, we only have five people. What about the dark meat, though? Nah. Like the dark- and what about leftovers and all that? No, we have plenty with the, the, the breasts meat. Well, what about the turkey? You don't like a good turkey? What man doesn't like to gnaw on a good turkey leg at Disgusting. about 10 o'clock at night? It's got what? that weird ligament bone that'll break off in your mouth. Gross. No, no. Well, no I mean, eat with a little care. No, why? It's not if I'm eating a turkey leg, I'm going in. It's not a buffalo wing. You don't just put the whole thing in your mouth. There's no reason to suck the marrow out. There's no reason to ease into a turkey leg <laughs> if you're going to do it right. I love, a tur- I love a turkey leg at like 10 o'clock at night, you know? When you're just starting to feel a little peckish. You can go grab a big old... Turkey leg. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. No, thank you. Well, how much how much do your turkey breast cost you? Uh, I usually we just get like the whole turkey and I'll just cut those off. Okay. And then just, you know, chunk the rest. You throw what a waste of food. Why? Why cook something for five hours when I could just cook the turkey breast and be done in like forty five minutes? What who rushes Thanksgiving dinner? It is a process. See, here's the problem. This is the problem with no, you. The problem is you don't drink. That's the problem. We have an hour window to eat between the football games. That is when we eat in the Wood House. Between the early game and the second game. Between the Lions and the, the, the Cowboys game. That is when you eat in the Wood House. Football runs my house. But hold on a second. So you can't wait for Nana to base the bird and go into the second game. That ain't how it goes, Nana. Show a little hustle. You have a TV every 15 inches in your house. Correct. You're never more than a foot away from a television set. Correct. So if you're in the kitchen paying attention to the bird... Because screens are off. There's a TV right in your face. Screens are off when we eat, when we break bread on Thanksgiving. Football is off? Yeah. Because, come on, it's Thanksgiving. You turn the TV off, and plus, what are you going to do? Watch the the, the halftime show? I'm good. I, I don't know. Show a little hustle... And it's done perfectly when you want it. Everyone eats. Everyone has a good time. Everyone's back in front of the TV for the second game. Okay. That's how it goes in the I just I can't believe you'd throw away an entire turkey just to get the breast. <laughs> Who needs it? You're gonna throw that you're gonna throw it all no, away anyways we, later on. We make breakfast migas, we make turkey migas the next day. Uh so you don't utilize anything other than the turkey breast. Nothing else. No sides, nothing. No. No, absolutely not. What a waste of a bird. What? I do Cornish game hens instead of turkey. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't even know what the hell that is. Those are like miniature chickens. Is that a bird? They're, yeah. Well, a hen. Yes. It's like a. It's like a tiny little. It's like a little chicken. Just a little guy. Now is a hen? I think you get your own then too. Like then everybody gets their own Cornish game hen. Is a hen a chicken? Yes, it's a female chicken. Sound like that. So <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a rooster. No, a rooster is the male chicken, right? Can you eat a rooster? Yeah, I think we probably do all the time. Isn't that honest to God? Isn't that what a isn't that a male chicken, a rooster? Oh my God! I think so, but I don't think we eat those. I think you're supposed to. I think those are out to stud. Like I think those things are only. Well, wouldn't we not eat the female because she needs to lay the eggs? No, I. Wouldn't it be better to leave the female alone and eat the man? You know what I never thought of. I don't know if I'm eating a boy or a girl cow when I eat a steak. Doesn't matter. Why would it matter? So why would it matter for chickens? Well. And how are we not stoned during this conversation? <laughs> oh, we are on the air. Okay. You can tell it's a vacation. Text coming in. You guys are a bunch of city kids. Sorry, you guys are dumb. Yes, maybe we are. But I'm not afraid to say it out loud. At least I know that my chicken comes from an animal. <laughs> I got step one. Yeah, I'm not eating a tofurkey burger. A hen is a female chicken. Yes, we eat roosters. Okay, good. Do you have to be mean yes. about it? Can't you just give us a little information? And I guarantee you there's somebody else in their car right now going, huh, all cows are girls. Oh, because a now bull. I'm freaking out. Because a bull would be. We can't uh, eat bulls. I don't know. Because I know you eat bull testicles. I know that's like a thing. The Rocky Mountain Oysters Maybe or whatever. Maybe you do. I would try it. I bet you would. They have them separated at stores. That's not true. Oh, the turkey breasts. All right, I thought they were separating my chickens from females to males. <laughs> I got to get these text messages streamed out here. <laughs> hey, speaking of bulls. Yes. Can I bring to light something? I think you need to. I think we need to pivot quickly. I love my wife. I we, hope so. We had one of our larger arguments this weekend. Now, if you don't know... Bonanza here in St. Cloud shut down last month. Oh, it did. I didn't know that. Now, for some reason, it came across my social media feed. They were doing an auction this weekend of all the things 
at the restaurant. Oh, sweet. Right? Get me a little salad bar. They literally, that's up for auction. I think it was like $1,000 last I saw. <laughs> okay. So I'm going through, like the ice cream maker was like up to 1500 bucks, which I thought, that seems like a lot. I for buy mix cream. and everything else. But you can literally even buy like Bonanza, like the trays that I they mean, would give that'd you. That'd be kind of fun to have. Good memories. I bid on something. Let me guess. Uh, a booth, like a uh, a restaurant booth. Would be cool. For your basement, maybe. No. For your Thanksgiving dinner that last 15 minutes. I went bigger. I went bolder. Event hood. When I saw it, I knew, hot diggity damn, I must have this. A pizza oven. I created a profile. I put in all my information, and I placed a bid on a pair. Is it a pair or is it one? Whatever. 77 inches long cow horns. <laughs> the steer horns. Was that six feet? A little over six Don't feet. do math. Just stay with me, brother. 72 inches would be six feet. 77 inches long. It's cattle horns. Six and a half feet. That is gigantic. I bid $250. Oh, where are you going to put that thing? What are you, my wife? That's the exact <laughs> question she had. To which I responded, where won't I put them, Andrea? <laughs> well, only because it's so large. What are you going to... What? I know your house. I, I, I'm trying to think of where six and a half foot feet... Of horn would look good. Now, here's the thing. A, I didn't realize how long 77 inches was when I put in the bid. <laughs> Second of all, I didn't realize maybe what little demand there was. <laughs> Wait a second. Did you just go right to 250 Oh, straight to it. That was the lowest bid I could make. Because this thing started off at $5. <laughs> and I, oh, the third thing I was not most aware of here is the level of anger my wife has. <laughs> Well, when, according to it's Christmas time, we have bills coming in because I, of Everett's surgery. I think you just bought your Christmas gift. And here I am over in the corner buying dead animal <laughs> horns. Now, can you back out? Uh, well, can- I don't know what ha- I got to check on it because Andrea literally logged me out and changed the password. Yeah. Quote, well, I'm too stupid to be in charge of our money. Well, you're not. In, that's why you're not. in. I always make fun of you because you, you have no idea how much you make. Mm-hmm. You have no idea how much money is in your bank account. Correct. You don't know your PIN number for your card. Uh, I, I know my PIN code on the card just because I had to get gas, but I don't know the password to my banking password. Okay, that's yes. it. So your wife has done everything to try and keep you out of your finances, mm-hmm. and I think now we all see why. The second that you had access to money, you buy six and a half feet of bullhorn. Which is awesome. <laughs> and the only person who thought this was neat was my son and I. Uh, of course. Because then I'm trying to figure out how I can attach it to the front of my truck. Put him up in his room. Ooh, Big old nah. bullhorns in there. I'm thinking over the window in my basement. So I can't even check in and see if I want, because the auction ended last night. Okay. Oh, boy. I bet you're just waiting with dated breath. I was hyped when I had this. And I couldn't, I, I still to this moment don't know if I won them or not. <laughs> But hot diggity darn, if I did, A, I'm probably homeless, but B, I got something sweet. Yeah. And, and that reminds me, it takes me back to when I was buying my home. Now, my wife does not like negotiating whatsoever. I'm, I'm with her on that one. I love it. Just tell me the price and I'll pay it. I, not me. I'm going, I'm going way under. Yeah. Well, so I'm negotiating to buy the house that we currently live in. When we walked through their house, in the garage, they had a stuffed buffalo head. Okay. It was awesome. Yeah. I literally wrote it into my offer three separate times that I wanted the buffalo head. Was it up for sale? No. <laughs> it was just that, in their garage. I guess everything has a price. <laughs> That's what I said. I like that your house payment would have been like 18 more dollars a month because you needed a buffalo head. I literally was adding in like $3,000. My wife was Googling. She's like, I can actually buy you one of these for like $1,000. It's the principle of the thing, babe. Yeah. It's the art of the deal. Did you get it? No. Oh. No. If, Probably for the best. If I had it, you would have seen it. Dude, you would have the world's ugliest basement. The thing would have been over my bed if I'd have had that. <laughs> but no, I. she wouldn't let me, and I, so I didn't get that. I don't know if I got the the cow horns I either. I hope you did. I, I hope you did. As I sit here to struggle to put food on my table mm-hmm. and to give my kids a decent Christmas. Woods buying $250 bull horns. Can you imagine if I had won that billion dollar lottery? Oh, man. The amount of crap yeah. I would have purchased. I would have had to have bought a separate house just for all the crap. And it would look like uh. a 
the world's most ghetto flea market <laughs> would just be in my house. <laughs> I would go down the road of like Elvis. It would look like the Sanford and Son house. Like Elvis's house where he had like a jungle room and everything. Yeah. I would just have separate rooms just for like, this is my menagerie room. It's just stuffed animal heads. Do you hunt? Nope. <laughs> well, you can take them. Peel off a hundred and throw it at that guy. You can take the boy out of the trash, but you can't yeah, take the trash out of the boy. All right, should we do some history, Come man? on. Oh, I hope you got those things. By the way, after our hen chicken discussion oh, earlier, yeah. I don't know if I need to be buying any sort of animals. Yeah. But whatever. Why? Because we might be on the outs now? Well, no, I just don't know what I'm buying. In this day, in 1877... Ladies and gentlemen, there are seven acknowledged wonders of the world. You are about to witness the eight. The phonograph was invented. Okay. The record player was invented on this day in 1877. I actually have one of those in my house. That thing is pretty sweet. It's from the 19... I think somebody looked it up. It's like being like 1918. It's actually got like the wooden horn on yeah. it and everything. See, that thing is classy because your parents bought it. Right. You, you, you don't know how to handle money. No, I would have <laughs> definitely bought something differently different with that money. Uh, on this day in 1989... The smoking ban would affect about 80% of all flights. And if the airlines agree, it could be in place as early as January in the new year. Uh, they banned smoking on U.S. domestic flights. It was signed into law by President... President George H.W. Bush. Now, Jeez, I w- just then, huh? Do you know that they, when they started the smoking ban on flights, and I literally just learned this this morning, that it was only on flights for of an hour and a half or less, because they figured, all right, if you're a smoker, you can make it an hour and a half, because they, mm. they thought they don't allow smoking in movie theaters. Movies are about an hour and a half. So if your flight is that long, then you don't get to smoke. Anything longer than that, though, and you can go ahead and light up on a plane. Remember when you were walking in airports and they'd have like those smoking rooms that were all yeah. like, closed off? <laughs> and it was like literally like black air in there. Just shame. Just in there with your shame. Well, but I would have to imagine even smokers were like, yeah, maybe smoking on planes isn't the best thing. Isn't the air filtration system like super awesome on planes? They were telling us that during COVID. Yeah, go ahead. You go sit in a plane with people. You go sit in a metal tube with people. People smoking. No, I'm thank just you. Saying, doesn't bother me. Oh, it doesn't bother because they don't do it. If because were, they don't do it anymore. Back when I was a kid, it didn't bother me. I said, well, yeah, because you didn't know any better. Well, I grew up with a smoker too. My dad smoked. Mine too. I mean, uh, technically, our Ford LTD was the same thing. My mom and dad smoking in the front seat, windows rolled up, kids hacking for air in the back seat. Or when you went into a restaurant and you're like, uh, yeah, we have a 45 minute wait for non smoking, but we yeah. can seat you right now and smoking. <laughs> Let's ride. Let it ride. Yeah, gross. Mm. All right. Uh, on this day in 2004, the Nintendo DS game system was released in North America. Over. With the Mario Brothers and Plumbing's a game. We're not like Remember this? Get all no. From the Mario Brothers show? Call us on the double. We're faster than the others. You'll be hooked on the brothers. You don't remember this? Not at all. It was the Mario Brothers TV show with Captain Lou Albano Biano, or whatever his name was. So hang on to your seat. Get ready for adventure and remarkable feats. Come on. Troopers and troopers, the princess and the others. Hanging with the puppets. This is awful. To the bridge. Oh. And people are complaining about Chris Pratt doing this? Come on now. That show was, uh, anyway, that was, uh, yeah, 2004, we got the DS. Mm. Uh, some birthdays real quick, Woods, celebrating a birthday, Michael Strahan. Welcome to the $100,000 pyramid, everybody. We're going to have some fun today. We're going to try to give you some money today. Bringing back. Boy, that dude is just everywhere, man. Well, it also goes to show you, it matters what market you play football in. Of course, uh, remember, he was from like a D3 school. What, did he play in New York? Went to the Giants. Okay. Of course, had a fantastic career, won a Super Bowl. Now he is literally, as you said, everywhere on TV. So good for him. I love to see it, man. He's like 50? Ah, you're close, my friend. He's the ripe old age today of... Whoops. (laughs) There it is. 51 today. Uh, Also celebrating a birthday today, Ken Griffey Jr. Mm. 20, 25 years from now, you're going to want to say, I was there when Ken Griffey Jr. made his home debut. Now, was he good? Oh, my God. One of the best. Okay. Honestly, the prettiest swing you will ever see. And just a uh, amazing, he's actually does like photography now. And this is going to make me feel old because he's up there and he's going to be like 53. 
Right on the nose with that one, my friend. Mm. We got the trifecta of sports birthdays today. Also celebrating a birthday today, Troy Aikman, who recently found himself in a little bit of hot water over this comment. Too much. I mean, my hope is the competition committee looks at this in the next set of meetings and, you know, we take the dresses off. For saying take the dresses off. For the quarterback hits. Now, was, that, I, was anyone actually offended by that? No, like eight people on Twitter, which means, right. of course, we have to write three who, articles who, about who, it. What market would be offended by that? Now, here's the thing. Troy Aikman's interesting. He said that he suffered some brutal hits during his career. In fact, one of the hits that he suffered, he, he bit through his tongue. Oh, gosh. He got hit up under the chin, oh. and he stayed in the game. And threw a touchdown, and they were like, well, dude, you have like a concussion. That was back when we didn't take concussions so seriously. Right. And he suffered a bunch during his career. You talk to some of those guys that played back in the day. Even me, I'm obviously I didn't play professional or anything, but even during high school football, it was the old, did you get your bell rung? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay, take a few plays, get back in. There's high school games I don't remember. What uh, what what's up with that dude whose hands went all crazy when he got sacked the other two uh, two is back playing is he? and okay. he's back in the game. I mean they take it a lot more serious, but we still don't know so much about brain injuries. Yeah, it, it's scary stuff. Troy Aikman though he's he's got to be like fifty eight. Ah, uh, you are close, man. You're two years high actually on that. Though. Yeah, we got them. He's only fifty six today. Mm. Just getting started. Oh, uh, by the way, people texting in. I lost. What? People are texting in. Like, Ray texts in a picture. I lost the horns. They went for $400. Dang! Another text. The 77-inch horns went for $400. Closed to 400 from Jessica. Now, you're... But you're a little bit happy about that, right? You no! Didn't, you didn't want to be out $250 for... I wanted those so bad. For six and a half feet of horn. I wanted those so bad. Now, Andrew... Yeah, now your mom gave me back because you lost. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, you got a place to spend the holidays now, what? Oh, dang it.